Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Let's go. Let's go. Come here, Reese. Kelly don't have no more stories. I don't have no stories. I got good stories. She's happy now. Hey, Reese girl. Hey, Reese girl. There she is. That doodle. Hi, Reese. Reese and Kelly. Right, what you looking at, Reese? She's so rude. Everywhere but the screen. Right, everywhere but the screen. Mm -hmm. Hi, Terry. Hello. 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 Why is that time called the token white? <laughs> I picked it. Cause what does it look like? Y'all pick what every time y'all. We got the same. Nah, I, I'm I'm the only person that's changed. He's everybody else has pretty much been the same. I recently changed mine. I think it's fine, and I think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and true. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. And by the way, I saw I watched Suits when it was coming out because my wife at the time loved TBS and TNT for some reason. So I used to watch Maybe Suits and suit. Burn Notice. You remember Burn remember Notice? Burn Notice. Notice. Yeah, we we would we would watch all those things. I do remember Burn Notice. Were y'all talking about Suits or something just now? She well, when I, when I was backstage and I could oh. hear it, she was. Oh, that's like, yeah, nobody know about back. suits. No, I knew. <laughs> yeah, I remember when people backstage on suits day one. Not it's, because it's, I wanted to either. It's like the reality shows when the CCTV be going, they don't realize they're still being recorded. Uh huh. Hot mic yes. moments. Backstage, <laughs> they can still hear you. All right. My lighting look kind of good today. Too bad I'm having a bad hair day. Your hair looks. All right, let's keep All these right. intros down to a minute. Nah. <laughs> let's get That's this fine done. With me. That's fine. I know I'm Kelly on my been second trying to talk about Sue lately. Right. It'd be me. So right. It's been Kelly. Yeah. She gonna take Literally me just ended the other podcast, and now we're starting this one. So, yeah, I'm wow. down for that. that energy. Right. No, let's I don't. Do That's why I said let's go. Boom, <laughs> shakalaka. Shakalaka, shakalaka. Welcome everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I hope there's no boys and girls. This is not our podcast. It's a little inappropriate, but uh, thank y'all, saints and sinners, for returning to this Worst Ones podcast. We are the worst. Uh, special episode today. We have the person, the glue, uh, the real MVP in the building. Okay. I don't know what just happened. Oh, okay. Um, so the real MVP in the building, the Hollywood producer, Risa G., she is a PK Reese. What's happening? Hey, <laughs> yeah, I did it backwards this time. You introduced the guest first. I don't know. I tried something different. Got uh, Princess Kells with the so called bad hair day. She looks fine to us, but you know, oh, thank y'all. Yes, sure, sure, I sure. look like Kevin. <laughs> you always look like Kevin. <laughs> no, I don't. Today, I just like, why I look like my daddy? <laughs> like Women never look good if you ask them. <laughs> that's why every woman likes dressing up real fancy and going to fancy it's like see yeah this is proof i look real good now don't I? well those uh those words of affirmation right there was from terry Weezy, who's uh, who is a pk and of course we got our honorable student jay rihanna in the building uh who is also a pk 
Um, so we already got our pre uh, pre production notes. Keep these uh, introductions short. So let's start with the one who should give the shortest. Risa, how are <laughs> how are you doing? Like, give us the, give us the, give us, the, give, us the, give us the what the time limit should look like. Right. <laughs> yes, perfect. I'm doing great. I'm live from LA. Um, and I just wanted to say you guys can stop talking about Beyonce and um, never, never everything is well on my end. Everything's been great. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, welcome back. We're glad to have you back. Glad to have you here. Uh, it's been at least a year, I'm sure, since your last time you've been on. So mm-hmm. welcome back. Oh, yeah. man, I forgot to put this up. Sorry. All right. Uh, Jay Rihanna, how are thou? I am exhausted. Um, so I'm going to try to do my best today. There you go. Um, but the semester ended and I did make the honor roll again. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dean's list. Dean's yeah. Honorary Dean's list. Um, there you go. There you go. Um, yep. And I did go to my Energy Justice Ambassador Program conference, yes. which was really in, enlightening. Um, it was just really refreshing to see 25 plus black and brown women who are have an interest in environmental science, specifically for this project, mm. um, equity and affordability. So mm. it was just encouraging because honestly, I probably know two black environmental scientists, women before uh, this weekend. And so, you know, it's a, it can be challenging sometimes being in, in a, mm. especially male dominated uh, field. Mm. So it was just really good, but I'm super duper duper tired. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, the 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 fatigue is for, is not for nothing. You made the honor roll again, and we are. Uh, what the Bible the Bible says, uh, "Don't get weary in well doing." Amen. Um, that's even that's even in your grades. Amen. So keep well, I on. Need to renewed strength for those that win. <laughs> <laughs> and not get weary. Walk and not faint. Amen. Um, study and not wait. I don't know. Is it something for studying? And show yourself approved. Um, mm-hmm. with your honor roll. So we're proud of you. Amen. Amen. Praise God for you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Kelly Lee. I'm good. Um, nothing to complain about. I, because I feel like I complain from time to time, but I don't have nothing to complain about today. <laughs> I start kickball. Um, I joined a kickball league in my school. So my first game is Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. You put me at first base. I got to kind of pay attention a little bit yes. over there. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get the second. They wouldn't let me go. But, uh, but yeah, so super excited. We had practice today. Um, so, yeah, I'm, at, I'm looking forward to a kickball season. All the cool kids in Atlanta did it pre-COVID, um, but I wasn't interested. But since COVID, I got a little more active. So I said, you know, let me, let me go on out there. So we'll see. I'll let you guys know. Can we come to the games? Or me? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just not the first one. <laughs> Let me warm I'm up. Come with the sign, a little eight by eleven piece paper. This right. go princess. <laughs> Just out of well, they don't even know who it, they don't even know it's you. Who it is, right? <laughs> no, it's only it's like ten of us on the team. I'm sure they'll figure it out. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, did, did your boo thing have anything to do with encouraging you to get out? You know there what? And... He didn't, and okay. I haven't. So I'm doing this with my coworkers. Okay. And at one point, I was going to tell them that he's like a former athlete and coach. Mm. And then I said no because then they may expect a little more out of me. Gotcha. 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 All right, Terry Weezy. Uh, I was in a adult kickball league for two seasons. Yeah, 2018, I told you. 2019. 
Yeah, yeah just trying to get some exercise. Mm-hmm. That's all that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. some of those people take it way too it, seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. just take mm-hmm. it, take it easy with that. They got all. They spend like hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars for their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm just trying to get a little cardio, man. Let's mm-hmm. relax. Here. I'm not yeah. a nerd. Like, I'm lucky they've been super supportive. Like when I don't catch the ball. Uh, <laughs> well, mo- most of the teams, yeah, are like that. I think there was like ten teams in our league, but there's always those two teams. Yep. They got. They're out there trying to prove something to their dad or something. Something. Know. So we'll see. I'll let y'all know how yeah. my league goes. Gotcha. All right. Praise God. Um, I'm I'm good. Nothing to talk about. All right. So, uh, let's get it started in here. <laughs> oh, oh, I have the question. That's why I was pulling up. Oh, no. That's all good. So, we're going to today. We brought Reese's Pieces Buttercup in as a special guest because she, like she mentioned, is in LA. And I usually have the uh, the worst ones background, but I figured I have my little LA background look like I'm in a little, you know, luxury uh, house in the, in the mountain somewhere. Y'all live together. I said y'all in the same room. Right, right, right. And completely different sides, completely different time zones. But uh, either way, today we are talking about Los Sodom Gomorrah, California. (laughs) I cannot. It took me a second to figure that out. I was like, what? It took me like, what? Los Los Sodom Gomorrah, California. This is a real place. Risa currently lives there. I cannot. Uh, According to the Saints. So, so, so does Beyonce, who is the leader. Um, so. <laughs> but 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 everybody was at their concert though. At her concert, I don't want to hear about it. No, I wasn't there. I, I was there. Three out of five was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to say that. So I mean. <laughs> I was there on research, but I was there. I was there on research. Girl, you was there. You paid for the tickets. You was there. The was tickets were not cheap. <laughs> might, you know, might use it for a paper in the future. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Reese, you said you. I guess you want to ask the specific question. Oh yeah, I was just going to say that way they knew. So the, technically, the question is: Why is L.A. A.K.A. like uh, Hollywood or, or the entertainment industry? seen as Sodom and Gomorrah. And then like, why, for example, is Denzel Washington seen as an exception because he's a Christian? That's Larice. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> why is Denzel, he said, why did Denzel get an excuse? Because because he's looked at as a Christian? Because he is, because he said oh, because it publicly. Not saying what? others aren't, but he said it publicly. So it's like, oh, well, he's an exception, even though, you know, he's had his roles as well. Does, does he live in Sodom and Gomorrah? Does he actually yes. live out there? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know, he, I know he's in Hollywood as far as the system, but yeah, he may have, I don't know. Oh, yeah, everybody's where. out here. Everybody. I mean, yeah, I don't know if he may live in Northern California or something or somewhere else or whatever. Okay. Low um, Sodom Gomorrah, California. Well, let's start with um, let's start with the first part of the question. So, the, the, why is it? What, what was it? Why is it? Why is LA looked at as Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, well, I guess LA because it's the entertainment industry. Right. That's like the the home of Hollywood, home of the entertainment industry. So, like, why? Like, why is it like when people are moving to LA? It's like, oh, you you going out there to you know? Right, right, right. So, yeah, I guess my first thing would be for those who know the Bible well, I'm not claiming that to be me at all. Can we get some <laughs> background on Sodom and Gomorrah? You know, we have some non believers that are followers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, see, I'm claiming the non-believer followers and the believer followers and all of that. So can someone give us a little background of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah? I believe it's because they became so corrupt and they became so corrupted by their carnality that they got to the point where no, where there was only one righteous man left, if I believe correctly. Um, to the point where even when God sent angels to there, they tried to rape and kill the angels. Uh, so I believe it's just they fell so far away from God that they became like animals, essentially. Yeah, and I, by their own carnality to the point where he just had to wipe the whole city off the face of the earth. Yeah, and I and I I think I think even going to the whole LA comparison, I think it's because for one, LA, even just say just like a Vegas, is looked at as like a sort of a sin city. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a bunch of heathenish activities going on. And then if you take it a, a step further, especially for those who may be a little more woke or you know looking at you know a little past the service level they're going to talk about you know um especially particularly men having to do certain things to get to a certain level in hollywood and you know taking it up the you know the behind or whatever the case may be so sodom and gomorrah is was just such a sinful city in, in many different ways that god destroyed it and so that's where that comparison comes from that not necessarily god is going to destroy la but it gets that reputation because it's just it's just a city full of sin, whether it be the homosexual side of things or whether it even just be the fornication side of things or the drugs or the, you know, uh, getting caught up in the Hollywood system and forgetting your Christian roots. And, you know, especially when it comes down to singers who, you know, start off in the choir and now they're out there singing that foolishness. So it, it's it's that whole it's that whole comparison I'm saying is where is where it, where it came from. But technically, uh, isn't every city at that point? I mean, at, the same thing you can saying about Atlanta. I live in New York City. That's down a thousand percent happening. Uh, I mean, Miami. We've all been. <laughs> I mean, uh, Atlantic City. We can go uh, Seattle, Portland. So the uh, same things. Dallas, Houston. I mean, y'all should probably move from them cities then. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's let's get one thing straight. Some people might say that Los Angeles is something good more. But come on, man, you're, you're putting words in God's mouth now, which is a dangerous thing to do. You're starting with what you're looking around going, where's Sodom and Gomorrah? And you're just finding a place that's run down. The, in my opinion, Los Angeles is the way it is now because a, a certain type of city, and, and like she said, uh, a certain type of city or a certain type of fame or industry just attracts certain kind of people. And unfortunately, not all those people are stable. It's the same way, Rudy, that comedian or like stand up comedy attracts, you know, psychopaths. Just because right. it's just the nature of the beast. So, right. everybody. Hey, Terry, your, your, your microphone or whatever you use it don't sound that clear. You sound kind of. Okay, I'll switch it one. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I just think, you know, when you attract a certain kind of people over a long enough period of time, that's what's going to happen. Uh, it's an inevitability because Hollywood used to be classy and nice and the streets were clean and now it's garbage. Yeah. 
I mean, well, the city, yes, but I think they sometimes refer to Hollywood as like the entertainment industry, which is why I think they're labeling the city based on what happens in the entertainment industry. Right. And technically at this point in life, I mean, that's not just entertainment. That's, it's just, that could be a postal worker, <laughs> unfortunately, living in some cases, the same type of, maybe not to the same you know extent, but the same things are happening. Um, in the everyday man's life versus, you know, somebody who lives technically in L.A. and has all this money and yada, yada, yada. Well, oh, go ahead, Janice. I'm sorry. So two things real quick. If anybody wants to read the story, it's in Genesis 18 and 19. Um, oh, wow. It's that early. Hmm? Mm-hmm. It's that early. I thought it was New Testament. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. It was before Moses. I don't know. Oh, it's wow. Abraham. Before Abraham, yeah, it's, Abraham it's was Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. His, his nephew or somebody was Lot. Who's Lot? Who's Lot? Right. People. Who is? Who is mama daddy? <laughs> well, Lot's <laughs> wife is turned into the pillar of salt, I believe. <laughs> Lot, yeah, she did. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Can't control think, those ladies. I, I told think, you not to turn around. You know, mm. L.A. has historically been known as a place that I- anything and everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. You know, probably over the past 10 years, maybe even more, places like Atlanta um, have definitely picked up, probably possibly because of the shift in entertainment, a lot of production being come uh, coming to Atlanta, a lot of filming. Um, but you're right. I think it does have to do with what your city has and what it attracts. And I think social media also has kind of, I mean, it's exasperated a lot of stuff because where you might not have seen it so much in your face or you might have heard about it or you might have seen it in the um what's that gossip paper from back in the day that is it the inquire yeah that, in- that inquire yeah inquire you oh, might have yeah, seen yeah. something on mm-hmm. inquire uh now you can see it on instagram it's on tv you got uh fox soul and tmz and um i'm trying to think of the other one with ricky But it still doesn't explain why Los Angeles got this hang up and not Vegas. Vegas is nicknamed Sin City. So why is Vegas untouched? I think it's, oh, I don't think it's untouched. It's called Sin City for a reason. It's just, yeah, it's just a different title. But but it's still, and I I think more people just visit there versus move there. More people are moving to Los Angeles to be a part of the quote unquote Sin City as opposed to. Church people may have just said, "Don't visit Vegas to go gamble and all that," but most people aren't really moving to Vegas. So, but Los Angeles is more of a destination where people are trying to get to. Not anymore. To ch- <laughs> what I'm saying, <laughs> historically, to chase a dream or whatever the case may be, and so that that's the difference in Vegas and Los Angeles. But go ahead, Janessa. I'm sorry. No, no, that was all I was going to say. I agree. It's not like, like I said, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you were not saying, yeah, let me go to Idaho to right. pop off. Like it right. was, let me go to <laughs> to uh, Los Angeles or to New York mm-hmm. um, and maybe even Miami. But uh, but they also have their own titles, too. You know, mm-hmm. they might not be as. um Los, what is it? Los <laughs> Oregon, California. I'm trying to read the bottom. <laughs> it might not be that, but um, they have their own titles and their own things as well. But do you think they called it that? I mean, even now, even if you say it, some people still get kind of icky. They may not call it what we're calling it, but um, do you think it's because of the, the unknown because they don't know? So it's like, oh, let me just like label it because the stories I hear or I know Hollywood does drugs or I know they promote sex in movies. So they definitely are having sex outside of it and things like that. It's because like 
nobody that they know has really done it. So it's like, oh, if you get out there, you're going to not necessarily convert, but you're going to participate in activities because you're out there and like they don't know, like they really don't know. So you kind of, it's, it's more just like, I'm saying, is it more just like speculation? So then we label it as speculation because of the fact that we truly don't know. Like nobody's been to be like, yeah, this is happening or no, it's not happening. I think there's definitely a political po component too. Uh, you know, a lot of evangelicals, a lot of Baptists in America are pretty openly, you know, right wing. And, uh, and they see California and then that gets roped in. And now you look at all the stuff that's going on out there and the mass exodus and people moving away. I mean, there's so many people that have moved from California to where I am right now that it's causing a bit of a rift. And I'm in a very small town outside of Nashville, but it's causing quite a rift with all the people migrating from California. But I, I think a lot of that has to do with, see, see, it's these godless liberals out there that is causing all this. And the, the two kind of just go hand in hand. People are leaving what, New York as well. It's a mass exodus from there. Oh, oh I agree. <laughs> I agree. But that just reinforces that same oh, yeah, 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 mentality is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. it's kind of like you're looking for answers before you've asked the questions. You know, you like you already know what the destination you want is, and now you're just backpedaling trying to figure out how to make it so. Were you going to say something, Kelly? Yeah, yeah okay. well, to yes, but it's before Terry's point. Mm. But right. I was going to say, I think it was to the conversation that we had a few weeks ago, and kind of what you said at the beginning, um, Rudy, about to your point, Risa, the ideals that we have about what happens in LA. And so the people who sell their souls to um, get in the entertainment industry or the people who do, like I said, all of the things that Rudy kind of listed off in the beginning to get to where they are. And in the movie acting film world, um, LA is that place. Mm. Um, historically has been that place. Now I know we got Atlanta now that's doing to be video let me, let me not Atlanta does Marvel Tyler Perry Studios they film yeah. let me yeah, not yeah. let me do my hometown like that <laughs> exactly <laughs> but historically like you said people move to LA to get into the film industry the movie industry mm -hmm. and I think like you said it's the unknown but it's what we've seen from the film industry in LA Mm. that people do drugs and people have sex and you're having these big sex parties and people are doing cocaine and this and that, you know, like that's what we've seen even before Instagram and social media. Um, that was what the movies were like. That's what you think LA is. That's what you think New York is, you know, mm. like that is the norm of what people do every single night. Mm. And even in the gossip columns, like that's what they like to talk about too. Oh, such mm -hmm. and such went out and partied and you know, mm. or whatever. And so, mm. and it becomes more than the day-to-day -day drinking. You know, everybody parties and clubs and goes out or whatever, but they have a different status. They have a different level of money. They have, you know, that. so it looks different for them. And so I can see where people may equate the sin that we feel like goes on in LA to Sodom and Gomorrah, where things are just so um, crazy that it may need to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or even, and I know the part where Lot's wife fall, you know, uh, turns into a pillar of salt. 
I remember that was being something because she looked back, mm. you know, they were supposed to be moving out of that place, mm. but she couldn't let go and look mm. back as if she wanted to stay. And that's when she turned into the pillar of salt, you know, and how many people have that stronghold on them and how difficult it is for some of them to move away from it. Mm -hmm. um, so I can see where um, I can see why people would equate the two places with well, three places really because Sodom and Gomorrah are two different places but the three right, 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 right. <laughs> but that but that's like saying Tacoma Washington because Ted Bundy comes from there that that's all they are in Tacoma Washington it's just a bunch of serial killers no know? but I'm saying there is a space is there not a space in in for Risa who is the resident LA mm -hmm. <laughs> person on the podcast <laughs> and Rudy mm -hmm who moved to LA for the film industry. Mm. Um, you know, you guys can maybe speak a little <laughs> more to are though are does LA have those pockets and you guys may not have been in those pockets of people who engage in and all sin is the same. The Lord say, what the Lord say? No sin is bigger than the other sin. Mm. What the Lord <laughs> say? And what he say somewhere there? What is, what, what is, somebody Google what it's found. <laughs> you know, that have this very sinful nature. And I agree, Terry. We all sin. We all fall short. There are people from everywhere that, that do their thing and know it's, and it's unfair to... Um, Cup LA as a whole and say that it's the whole city, but I think that sin exists there, just like before, it exists in Atlanta. Before then what's the there, difference? Why is no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's the difference between LA and Atlanta? If you're all full of sin everywhere, what's the difference? Because so, we're talking about entertainment industry. We're talking about entertainment in industry is okay. what LA is based. It's the is the capital. LA is the capital of the world for entertainment yes. for the moment. Sorry, yes. Vanessa. No, before uh, Risa, you and Rudy talk about y'all's experience, I just wanted to add something real quick. Um, I think with L.A., <clears throat> there's been a lot of, whether it's good or bad, scandals, deaths or whatever, there is a lot of it. Um, and oftentimes it is, oh, it was drugs involved. It was an overdose. It was, they drank too much. They mixed too many together. The doctor gave them the wrong thing. You know, it's, it's always something and you just hear, I think you, in today's world with social media is different, but I'm saying like, historically, you would hear these things coming out of uh, Los Angeles uh, that might have contributed to get to it, getting kind of like a, the bad rap that it does. Now, I just want to say from my own personal experience, uh, I've been to California, I've been to Los Angeles a few times. And one thing that I, back in the day, um, so in Atlanta, the clubs used to close at 6, okay, 6 a.m. <laughs> now I think they close at 2 or 3. When I was in L.A., I partied with friends, pregame party, and watched the sun come up. And, like, they had an agenda of, okay, we're going to go to this spot, and then we're going to go to this spot. And mm -hmm. then there's the late night, late night spot here. And then there's the after hour spot here. And then there's the early rising spot here. And I was like, I'm 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 like, I'm
I was so tired. I mm-hmm. we had a limousine. That's how old this is. We had mm-hmm. a limousine. And um, I was like, y'all go ahead. I'm just going to stay in the limousine. Like, I'm mm-hmm. tired. Right. So me and the limousine guy, we're standing out. You know, he's parked outside. A few minutes later, people start arguing. Pop, pop, pop. The limousine driver's telling me, get down, get down. He's speeding off. I'm telling y'all, I've dodged several bullets <laughs> in my lifetime. And so, you know, like we, he's skirting off. I'm on the floor. Like, I don't know. I only knew one person at the time. I was with a friend and their friends. I'm trying to call her, tell her like, we need to go. Why her her phone rings on the uh, the (laughs) You're like, I don't have any way to get in contact. (laughs) But it's just like, I had never experienced, of course there's shootings and stuff in Atlanta all the time, but I had just never experienced like at four or five o'clock in the morning in front of the, early morning spot you know that there's this type of situation going down that's not something that i've ever experienced in atlanta and atlanta you know is considered a metropolitan city a big city an entertainment city Mm -hmm. whatever so i think for me personally is it's yes all the stuff we see on tv the news um the inquire whatever exquire but then also personal experience i've never experienced anything like that Mm -hmm. except in Los Angeles, right. and I've been a few times, so that's all. I've been half a dozen times there, and I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I I performed in LA like half a dozen times, and uh, had the opportunity to go out, but I was usually back at the hotel by one, two o'clock at the latest. So well, I mean, right, That's what I'm saying. It might it might just be like what you're into, because you know. But that's like, the point that we make it. That the people um, in LA are into something different from where did you live in the time, Florida? Yeah. Like they're fun. into something different. I had never heard of an early morning spot right. until right now. Right. <laughs> well, I know after hours, in, in, after the after hours, you go get some to eat, you go home. Go home. So early so, morning spot. Now there have been true. there have been plenty of real late nights in Vegas, uh, which I guess maybe different circumstances. But I think the the common correlation we're finding here is just the availability, just the fact that there are places there. There are places in Vegas that you can go all night. There are places in L.A. you can go all night and New York as well. So maybe that's it. Just the availability to go out and, and, you know, party all night as opposed to, you know. And I think that brings people to those areas, which is why you have this overpopulated space of people who are into these similar things versus, like you said, in Atlanta, we close at three. The only place you go into after three at this point is maybe one or two after hour spots, but you go into the Waffle House. Mm. Um, (laughs) And again, I'm not in the party scene, so they may be doing something else. But for the regular average person, that's, that's just what it is. Um, but I think that's the point that we're making is that so many people gravitate to the LA's, to the New York's, to the Vegas's, um, because the availability of engaging in those type of behaviors is higher than in other spaces. Mm. Not only does LA have, you know, every, who who didn't want to be a movie star or you mm. know, or whatever, how many people want to be a movie star or whatever. Mm. That's where they go, you know, and those are the type of places where you go when you get to meet people and do things and, you know, or whatever, hang out with the stars, <laughs> one of the stars. Mm. Um, how many people did, do you know was an extra in a in a movie and they mm. thought that they were Denzel Washington? Mm, you right, right. Tell them. <laughs> I don't know no extras. 
I was an extra twice. And you said, tell. I can't even think of an actor. They weren't Holly Berry. They weren't whatever. And they showed up in the little shopping mall scene, walking out while the people was going. They just want that little fame. And you see it all on um Instagram and Facebook. Watch mm. me on this show at 3419. Because they just want to be a part of the industry mm. and part of the, the mm. place. And, and LA is the place to go and you may get a little call back to do whatever. Mm. Like that's just what it is. If you want to go to Broadway or then you go to New York. Mm. I don't know what you're coming to Let me stop. Let me stop talking about my city. Stop. Mm. Yeah, let me tell you something. Whenever Kelly likes something a lot, she will downplay it. <laughs> 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 I need a break. But I was an extra in <laughs> I was an extra in two different movies and it damn sure wasn't in LA. It was in uh Davie, Florida, and uh I want to say Loxahatchee, Florida. And what were the name or, of the movies? Uh one one I got to meet Wesley Snipes, uh, which was a movie called Drop Zone. And then the other one was uh True Lies that filmed in Miami, the Schwarzenegger movie. So True. If you wait along, if you wait a long enough time, like the industry will come to you if you're in the right spot. Yeah. So, uh, Risa, what go, you go ahead with your experience since you currently live there. Hey, y'all! Sorry to interrupt, but we have a few church announcements. Follow us on Instagram at the Worst Ones PK. New content coming soon. We also have a TikTok at the Worst Ones PK. No content yet, but continue to check us out. If you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Just make sure you type in the Worst Ones Podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show. Yeah, though the industry films everywhere. They they actually most of them don't even film in LA, but yes, um, especially movies. But no, my experience has just been cool. I mean, have I been out to parties? Yes. Have I been to after hours spot? It's usually like somebody's house, you know. So it's like everybody goes to somebody's very nice house or whatever, and and a lot of times that's where things take place. Sure, um, but I don't think it's something that I've done differently than New York. Maybe mm. yes, maybe it was some. Actually, that's not even true. It was somebody famous too in New York. So I, you know, um, yeah, I feel like they're one of the same. I get it because it's entertainment industry. So I get the, you know, all the studios are out here and the record labels and all of that. So you're like, oh yeah, look, you know. But um, yeah, it's pretty. It, it's New York on the West Coast, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> literally. And but and, and what but what does that mean specifically? Like so, like all the rumors are true. Like as much drugs as we think they're doing, as much sex as we think. They're I don't having. think they haven't. I don't think there's snorting more cocaine out here than they are in Miami, because um, Miami is right. the port. Right. <laughs> um, so let's start there. It's just cheaper here. Uh, That's the exactly, it gets shipped yeah. from Miami to come out here. I think, um, like right. Terry was saying earlier, it's just accessibility. Just like if you go to Vegas, I mean, you can get the same clean, you know, clean cocaine pure cocaine you can get your escort to have sex you can Legal get an iv for the next morning when you have a hangover you know like mm. i've done it like you get a, you have a hangover they put you in an iv you get your nutrients you back to party all over again so i mean it's, it's definitely the accessibility or you know what's available in each city i'm sure atlanta will get to a point they already don't have it because atlanta is becoming a true hot spot so they'll start having some of these options as well and then people will definitely be talking about 
uh, Hotlanta, as somebody said to me this weekend. I was like, nobody calls it that. Mm. But uh, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, since it is becoming, you know, a major hub for the entertainment industry and people are at least going to stay there temporarily um, while they film, you know, whatever TV show and or movie that they're there for. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess for so for, for me, for one, as far as my actual L.A. experience, um, I, I really only kind of experienced it with film school people that mean meaning students at, at, as well as like, you know, staff and teachers or whatever. And then and then comedians when it came down to like going to open mics and doing shows. Um, I excuse me, I went to two. um let's use air quotes and say industry uh, parties, if you will. But one was uh, our cousin Phil, um, writer, he was a writer for Disney at the time. It may still be, but he, 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 whatever show he was writing for, they were having the premiere party for that. So I, he, I went with him to, to that. Um, it was for a kid's show. I didn't know anybody on the show, so don't ask me who was there. Um, and then, um, and then I went to, they were getting ready to shoot, I think maybe like season four of Snowfall. And a guy that I had met out there, he did the lights and stuff for Snowfall. And so I went to their little, uh, I don't know, getting ready to shoot the season party or whatever you call that. Um, but at both of those places, I didn't see anybody getting blowjobs in the bathroom or snorting cocaine or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying at those parties. Now, whether it happened and I just wasn't in the right bathroom or whatever, I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying as far as me, <laughs> I didn't see that particular, you know, taking place. Uh, everybody was just cool, relaxed, whatever. Um, Sounds like a lame party. <laughs> Both but, of those uh, things have had happened at parties I've thrown. Uh, oh. Well, there you go. So uh, not, not me, so, but some of the people. I got you. So, so, um, so my, and then, and then um, I was, I got six months of just say being out and about and then the pandemic happened. And then I didn't really get to go out again until towards the end of the pandemic in which then I ended up moving anyway. So, um, so I, I, I wasn't like just in LA, in LA like that. And when Risa moved there, most of the time when I left, it was because she was pulling me out the house, even if it was just to go get donuts or whatever the case may be. So, um, but I will say this though, I don't think that just because, these other cities have similarities to LA um, makes LA any less Sodom and Gomorrah ish. And the reason why I say that, <laughs> and the reason why I say that because um, I think it just may be more Sodoms and more Gomorrahs just being built, but I don't think that LA is not, you know, cause it, the stuff that we think is happening is happening. Folks. Exactly. Let's just, let's just, Let's oh, just keep, it's, it's, I don't think it's a thought. I, it's, yeah, it's, let's let's keep it a book. You know what I'm saying? So I I fully get why Christians or whoever made up this concept. Like I get why they feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're going to be a, a really traditional conservative Christian. Like I get where it comes from. Like you're you're definitely going to an atmosphere, not only a place where just say sin is available, but <laughs> mo mo most people are going there to get into the industry in which just say that those sins are the you know that's the hub of the you know because even though like as a politician you can sin but most people ain't thinking you get into politics to do drugs or whatever now you may do it to be corrupt or whatever but as far as that entertainment industry thought you know what i'm saying we're thinking about the sex the drugs the you know selling out you know for money doing things for money that you wouldn't normally do or whatever the case may be 
you know, maybe showing your breasts, whatever. So the people, the people are thinking about that aspect, especially these actors and stuff who, because even like a Denzel, like going back to him, like, yeah, he's Christian and he thank God or whatever like that. But Denzel definitely done made some very R-rated movies. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, some movies that definitely, uh, I mean, his character wasn't saved. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the, does he get a pass? Because, you know, I mean, just like Tyler Perry, like Tyler Perry, he, he preach at, at uh, the, the, what that is? What's the church? Uh, Joel Osteen Church, a different people church, and he can preach a whole sermon. But if you oh, watch, you know how I feel about that. But if you watch, but, right, no. but, if, but if you watch, you know his content, especially since he's gotten because Tyler Perry is responsible for a lot of the Atlanta becoming the movie industry or whatever the case may be. But in him, in him being responsible for it, he's also gotten, let's say, using air quotes, Christianly irresponsible with his content. Because he definitely got, you know, completely naked people having hella sex on his stuff, which I've talked about before, which I'm not personally complaining about. I'm just saying as far as the Christian, <laughs> the Christian values, <laughs> I'm saying the Christian values, I'm saying that's, you know, that that is frowned upon. Is, you know Rudy, what, what time is the next episode? What day you come on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just, so, so not to, not to go on too much further, but. I, I do think that, um, like I said, I get where that that mindset came from. Why people feel that way about LA, um, because it is it is pretty much everything they think it is, and probably even more. And there may be some people who actually did sell their soul for fame and whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm saying probably for sure. I, no, no, but I'm saying because we were specific about Beyonce not doing it, and why did it have to be the devil? Yada yada yada. So I'm just we saying. We ain't talking about Beyonce. We ain't talking about <laughs> Whatever. She talented. You talking, <laughs> talking about the ones without talent that somehow okay. who made it? Let's talk about them people. Well, I mean, even even being being not talented and still making it big is a talent. Like the the Kim Kardashians and the and the uh, Paris Hiltons of the world. Like it is a skill to be able to do absolutely nothing and still everybody love you. So, um, but the 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 in my in, as I close the the. Uh, <laughs> Los Los Sodom and Gomorrah, California, is a real place. Okay, is it is it a real? It is a real place, and everybody out there definitely is industry minded. Like even though I didn't, nobody like offered me anything weird, but everybody I spoke to was always like, "What do you do? What do you do? What can I? You know, how, like how can we do something for each other?" As opposed to just, "Hi, I'm Rudy. I'm a human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like let's just yeah. like it's it's not it's it's not none of that." And so um so yeah, I'm done. That is very what? true, Rudy. A lot of people are uh, a quid pro quo out here. So it is very hard to find people who are just genuinely like cool and make friends. So mm. I have been blessed enough to find crews. And some do work in the industry. They work at Netflix and they work at different places and they super chill. We, I can't say where I'd be at Netflix because we're not crossing the picket line because they still mm. pick protesting. Mm. But, <laughs> um, but you know, you go there, you have a good time. It's no like, oh, if you come here, you got to, you know, it's nothing like that. Um, mm. And so you can find, it's pockets of those people. Um, but for people who come out here for entertainment, like they definitely are like, what do you do? What shows are you on? And then they start using all these acronyms like ADPA, all this stuff that mm. I have no clue. <laughs> and they'll keep, you know, they'll keep talking to you about it. Um, yeah, so it's definitely big out here on that. Well, I've been saving this because I just yeah. wanted to go, like, take this to a different level. What do you say about uh, a preacher who 
goes to Los Angeles, meets up with certain people that really like him. Then he ends up being a business manager out there for about 15 years while he's also preaching all across the world. So he's half the time out there dealing with that, making money off that industry. And then half the time also like funding a school and, uh, Ooh, and, uh, so you talking about the guy who did Hillsong? He's talking, no, we're talking about my father. father. Yeah, I'm about to say, we're talking about oh, because yeah. this is what my yeah, this is what my father did. Yeah, my I father remember. met a, a few old celebrities out there, um, people who used to be really famous and now just kind of like lived off that fame, and then ended up becoming best friends with a couple of them and uh, business partners or business manager for a couple other ones, and he's still doing his ministry at the same time. So. At what point, you know, at, at what point do you think there might be a conflict there? I don't think there is no conflict. I don't think that you can't be a preacher or be a Christian per se and then not get your money out here. I think you just need to make sure, just like if you're an actor like or Tyler Perry, like I don't think that Tyler Perry is less of a Christian just because he has more than one show that is no longer Christian based. I mean, he's just you know, he's creating, um, what do you call it, like a portfolio and everything can't be Medea and we get saved at the end. Everything can't be that. Like he has to diversify what he's putting on um, or at least what he's producing in order, because we don't know what his big bigger goal is. His bigger goal could be to, you know, own a channel, which clearly he was trying to do. And in that case, he can't, it can't be all Medea. It just, it, it technically can't. <laughs> So well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it has to be Medea recently. Well, I'm, I'm not saying, I, I don't mean Medea, but I meant like those type of movies where like it comes in, we have the com, you know, the comedy, there's this big plot, and then at the end, we all come together, we say a prayer, everything's good. I'm we, saying, we, like, need, yeah. we need at every movie to end with Father, can you hear me now? What's no, it can't. No, he did. And as a business, yes, you have that cluster. <laughs> And then you have the cluster of other things for other people. Like he needs to diversify his crowd, which also diversifies his income. It gets more money, it gets more exposure, all of that. Oh and so that has to happen. So therefore, going back to Terry's father, or any because I think Hillsong um, preacher did something similar. TD Jakes, like a, a lot of them do that. And so I don't think that's a problem. I mean, I think you just have to make sure that you're not like compromising yourself for what you believe. In a lot of cases, a lot of them aren't, at least from what I've seen. But yeah, I don't think it's a problem. Well, he told me a couple of industry parties that he went to. Pretty wild stuff, even for me. Sure. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kelly. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I'm like, on on the flip side, people judge the pastors that are making millions and millions of dollars and are able to buy jets and mansions and all of that off the, you know, off the church's (laughs) time. Right. So I I don't think it should be off the church. Right. And so so for someone who has been called to ministry and called to be a pastor, um, but like your father, didn't get a salary and, you know, gave up everything for the church. To me, there's no issue with him going to get his money elsewhere. Elsewhere. Um, You know, I know so many pastors that this isn't their nine to five. Um, this is, you know, just something that not necessarily do on the side, but it isn't their, their yeah. main source of income. 
Um, and so for your father to find another space to get his income, I think one is okay. Two, like Rita said, I think as long as he had his boundaries and he didn't let that industry compromise who he was, you know, and he and I'm sure he tried to at every moment he that he could speak life in the word into them and what they were doing. But go get your money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be problematic if it was maybe the other way. You were a businessman and you were like, man, what's another avenue I can get money? Mm. Oh, like me? <laughs> right, right. Kind of. Yeah, those are the same people I keep talking about. The Kenneth Copelands and the, you know. Who's Kenneth Copeland? He's, a, He's um, a dude that went to his church to buy an assess or like a G5 or G6 jet or something like an old white guy from oh that'd be a yeah. tv commercial yeah yeah, yeah. No. yeah he's he's the wealthiest pastor in america the um um going back to what you said Risa, about the whole but they just need to make sure they don't compromise um so i i do think there is a there is a fine line even with that because i i get it like we're all I, tr trust me when i tell you and, and y'all know me i i am the last person to have any level of judgment on anybody to be, you know, trying to even determine what they should do based off of my uh, goodness. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm definitely living every day off of grace and mercy. Hey, Amen. I'm to my every, every day, every second, like I'm like I, every day I need it. An abundance of grace. Okay. So I'm not coming from a place of, of hierarchy by any means, but, but you about to come from a place, but no, but I'm, but I'm, coming, from, but I'm, but I'm coming from a place of, of just, facts of just well, we just, we're just going to be real for a second um there, there there is a line when it comes down to the whole compromise so like you, you used to you use td jakes as an example we've used tyler perry's example so td jakes made uh he's made movies so he's he's uh the, the two that i know is woman thou art loose and then jumping the broom right and not and easily broken not easily broken right um but with, with jumping the broom specifically right it like it these had regular people in it. They these were people who were interested in, in fornication and whatever they were drinking, whatever case may be. But the premise of the movie was a woman who was practicing abstaining from marriage. I mean, from sex until marriage, made this promise to God, whatever. So to me, I can see the message even in the what looks like just say secular stuff, right? Um, same thing with Tyler Perry. You make die of a mad black woman. You know, you may got all this, whatever happened throughout it. But then ultimately, you, you know, you got the father. Can you forgive me or whatever the song is? Hear me or whatever at the end. Um, but then if you watch Sisters or Bruh or The Oval. Ruthless. What I'm saying is it is it is a clear difference <laughs> in, I, in using in like, like I'm not I'm not mad at you. For just say having things that may seem unchristian like if you're doing it for the purpose of going back to your point but if it's just for the sake of this is what sells and i'm gonna get a bag off of this once again i'm saying this from the pits that's still compromising you feel what i'm saying like no, you, i, you, I you, don't you, think you. so no Tyler Perry is actually in the industry to entertain and make content. T.D. Jakes is not fully in the entertainment industry in that magnitude. Therefore, he is not going to sit here. Tyler and preaches. He be preaching. Whose preacher is he? I think he just speaks. He, no, I've seen it. You can go on YouTube and he got sermons, <laughs> recent sermons. Okay, okay. But he doesn't proclaim to be a pastor. He proclaims. 
but he but he's mogul. Look, I look, I can't speak to it because he, he doesn't have a church and he's not out here be, being a missionary or whatever. He goes to Joel Osteen and a couple other people's church and they let him speak and he gets people hyped. Great. So what I'm saying is they are doing two different things. T.D. Jakes is truly a pastor of his own church. And then he finds ways outside of the church for him to make money and live his life the way he wants to. Tyler Perry is creating content. So that way, whatever his end goal is, is to own a network. Just say he needs to have that content to be able to show that he can pretty much have a network and have content on that network. So whether that is Diary of a Mad Black Woman style or that's bros and sisters and all these guys, ones you're talking about and everything in between, like he needs to have that as far as content creation. So I don't think well, it's him compromising or him selling out just like Denzel Washington doing training day versus Denzel Washington. John Q doesn't mean he's less than or more than it is just literally that's a character and it's really just content and diversifying your portfolio. If now if you're doing things that like is because you may think nudity on screen is incorrect, but then like overseas it's all day. It's nothing. And also in plays, it's nothing. So like in America, we may be more strict or our views may be more limited, but like in other places and in other stages, it isn't. Yeah. So I don't think that we can make the judgment or even make the statement of like, oh, if you do this, that means that you're a part of this. That's not necessarily true because if you're a true thespian, that that's part of the artwork that's part of it and it doesn't make you less than to do that right but i'm I'm not talking about like political views per country i'm talking about like if you're like proclaiming a religion or a following of christ or whatever that says these things just say are wrong or whatever the case may be and then you also preach the same word but then you and, and don't get me wrong i've compromised before let's be cool about Tyler Perry? I'm talking about Tyler, yes Okay. Like we talk about because once again, like it ain't about you. You don't have to be a pastor in order to be held accountable for, you know, what I'm saying like what it is that you are doing. And I'm and, and I don't mean held accountable in the sense of like me writing a letter, but I'm just saying like in the sense of his 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 content definitely like especially ruthless. I never watched it, but go, according to the description that Janessa gave us. That ain't, I mean, that ain't, let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to crucify Tyler Perry. I'm a fan. I'm, he, so he's so, my, so he's what do you guy. want? You want him to stay the same forever? Like, I'm confused. It's, it's not, there's no growth, there's no, no nothing. But I'm saying, the the first of all, Tyler Perry isn't necessarily growing in the sense of, like, he, he makes the well, same type that. of content. It's just, yes, it's just different yes. storylines. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but, we know. Yeah. But, 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 but adding the, 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 the sex or whatever, like, especially to the degree in which it's happening, like, it's, 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 it's more along the lines of I'm doing the things that you do in the industry for entertainment as opposed to what it is that just say, and I'm not saying that you, you have to make squeaky clean content, but it's not wrapping back around to a godly point. It's just literally doing it just for entertainment. And if that does make you a, a lot of money and be able to allow you to own your own network because you feel like you got to change it, whatever, all of that can be true, but that doesn't mean that you're not compromising what it is that you're saying that you stand for and believe in and i'm not saying that he's the only person i'm not once again i'm not crucifying tyler perry but there is a level of compromising that happens if you are making content that does not align with what it is that you say that you believe we may we may just not care about people sinning like that because we just we gonna live our life they're gonna live their life whatever but that don't make a sins that i do or sins that somebody else do any less wrong. We just but is it sinning if you're acting? Uh, I'm, I'm confused on how this becomes sin. No, no, no. I, I get what he's saying. He's basically calling him out for hypocrisy. Uh, but I don't think that's true either. Because if you look at it biblically, storytelling today, movies, television shows, content those those could just as easily be aligned with parables. 
And that's to say that if, if Christ told a parable to, to give a message that didn't align with how he, no, he's just teaching using that tool. So let me ask you this. You so know, why, so, did, why, did, why did all of y'all say that Jesus would not watch the Players Club when I asked that question? I wasn't on that episode. I you, were, you were on that. No, recently, yeah, you yeah, like, yeah, we were all on that. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all were all on it, but y'all, we, we were we were clear that I was like, well, what y'all was like, well, maybe if he's trying to get a sermon or prove a point, which is what I'm if, saying about Tyler Perry, if he was, if you this, remember this, what this, I this said for the purpose of a sermon or a point, I get why you got people smashing. But if you smash right. just to be smashing, I'm just saying you compromising a little bit. Once again, if I you love, remember I the, what I answered that I question, you, brother, I'm just saying I didn't say I didn't say he would I didn't say he wouldn't have watched a Players Club because of the content in it. I said he wouldn't watch anything. He wouldn't watch you know Passion of the Christ either. He's not out here to be you know soaking up content. He wouldn't have watched nothing. You know, no matter how divine or evil it was. I think he would watch it. I don't think you have to watch it with the intent to like it. I think like even I remember like Kelly's dad does a good job of like being aware. I mean, our mom has done it before just to see what your kids are watching or what kids are watching in general. I don't think you would watch it with the intent to like, oh, let me, you know, get my rocks off watching Lisa Ray. But I think he would watch it if it was relevant to what was happening. I think he would watch it just to understand like what's happening. What are you guys doing? What is taking your attention? Whatever the case may be. But that's my research. But that's my point of what Tyler Perry lacks. There is no purpose behind it. It's just he's at this point he's just doing You it. don't know because you don't know him. It could be a purpose. Well, I'm, I'm watching. He's it. trying that's to de- he's trying to define the hand of God now. You don't know how that thing moves. He you works in serious way. And you also don't know Tyler Perry and what his end goal is. And so you can't say that just from the shows that you've seen so far and whatever seasons there are they're in to say that this is what he's like, this is just where he is right now. Like you don't know where he's going. So I don't think you can make that call at the moment. When he retires and he's but, not doing anything else, you can see how it wraps around. Well, I'm saying some shows have ended and they, they definitely ended right in the, <laughs> they ended in the sinful place. But it's, it was, I'm, not, I'm not hating on them. Like I get it. Like there's things that you do to get your bag and so on and so forth. I'm just speaking to the, when you said the word compromise, and I'm not saying that he necessarily sold his soul to the devil in order to that type of compromise, but in reference to saying like, yeah, this, this is wrong, but it sells. So I'm going to do it anyways. That's, that's a little compromising. That's all I'm saying. Because I will say in a previous podcast, we did talk about, you know, in prior times, you could have a sex scene without there being any sex. Mm-hmm. You, like you could set it up and everybody would know what was going mm-hmm. on. Right. You didn't have to show the butt naked body. You didn't have to see them riding on top. Like you didn't have to see it. You just know what happened. <laughs> and I do think some things are super sexualized and they don't have to be. And you can still get the same message across. And I do think that, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have the same, uh, I don't know. I'll say weaknesses for lack of better word, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, some people can see something and, and feel like, oh, now I should go do this or, I, oh, I should do that. Or now I want to do this, that and the third that may be sinful. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, that's not on necessarily Tyler Perry or whoever, because they created the content, you know, as viewers, you, you can control what you watch. Um, but I do think, uh, you know, he could do and other people could do things differently. We've also talked on the podcast recently about how, like, why is it that the gospel industry makes far less money than the secular industry? Mm. Um, Because Tyler Perry, if he really wanted to, 
I forgot the name of the channel. My mother loves it. Uh, they have all Christian movies. Like watches like every Friday. or Trinity or someone. The Word Network, somebody. Like no, it's like a, oh. it's like a, uh, it's like a Netflix, but for Christian. Oh, movies. oh, Christian. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Netflix. I've seen oh, that. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Uh, it's called right. Pure Flix, yeah. and yeah. it's garbage. Yeah. I've seen, oh, I've seen so some I of the black promos on YouTube before. Yeah, Pure Flix. Pure oh. Flix. So <laughs> it's like all Christian movies, and you know, there could be an argument. Well. If Tyler Perry wants a, a channel, a TV station, whatever, well, he can't create a wholesome TV show or channel, but he's choosing to specifically do what he's doing for whatever reason. I don't know what the reason. I'm saying, I'm just saying there are definitely different options, different ways to go. Why he's doing it this way, I don't know. If I was in Tyler Perry's shoes, would I do that? Probably not. But We've also talked about this on our podcast too. Everybody has different convictions. Me, Rudy, and Terry, we've been in church before we were born, but we all feel differently about different stuff. Mm. Um, so like we can talk about Tyler Perry till we're blue in the face. We won't truly know what he's thinking. Uh, he probably will never hear what our thoughts are. Um, <laughs> yes, he I, will. Suits, nine years later. Suits. Come on, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I mean... I think there's there can be points made on both sides of the argument. That's it. Right. I want to know what the difference is between implied sex and shown sex. Because you're given the same message the same way. The only difference is you're seeing the nudity. So I think that's just the squeamish remnants of our puritanical no, no, southern upbringing. That's there's all I'm saying. No, there's a difference. Because like when they used to like, like if you watch like the Jamie Foxx show and they come back from commercial and you see Jamie and Fancy laying in bed together, we know they just had sex, but that's way different than Jody and Yvette and Baby Boy. That's Why? I mean. You're still saying it's okay for them to have sex. It's just not okay to see his ass? I mean, that's crazy. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about whether it's okay for them to have sex or not, but I'm saying the visual of the sex scene versus the implied, it's a difference. Only to the squeamish. That, but, but that's also America, because if you were living Boom. overseas, you would see like the Bridgertons and, and all that all the time. And so my thing yeah. is, we have this viewpoint because of our current like location and what we regulate and, and what we can see. And of course, your views and like a lot of times, as Terry mentioned earlier, um, in general, uh, Christians just uh, religious religion in general, religious people can be very conservative, conservative on their viewpoints and, and a lot of things. So then, you know, we create these little narratives or like these boxes that everything should be in or whatever. So my point is, you may feel like it's such a major change because for you, it's a major change. However, if somebody from the UK is watching our content, they're like, oh, you guys don't even show this. Like, this is a natural. Like when Bridgerton came out and they had that whole episode was it six the first season where all they did was have sex and people were like why does this have to be this why does it have to be this well that's what they do in the uk like that's normal like that's that's art yeah, nobody that, sees that but that's, but that's still that's still a political stance as far as countries are i'm talking about i I'm know no it's a moral no, no it's, it's but, a moral but what i'm saying in general what i'm saying is you're we're sitting here have a conversation of tyler perry doesn't have to go that far to you because he could still insinuate just like jamie fox show or somebody in the past have done which was on network television what I'm saying is, if this was network television in a different country, you wouldn't have this conversation because those know, type would, of scenes though. would be there. But I'm saying I would. Though. I'm saying, if, but if, if those type of scenes are there in America, you just may have to do it now, on a, on a yeah, streaming service. Now. But yes, it's, now. It's, it's it's still there. But I'm saying, but Baby Boy was on VHS. Like, there's ways for people to smash well, that naked yeah. on. That's what I'm saying. So that's been a thing. But I'm talking about, but but Tyler Perry is in control of yeah, the content. Know. Of the <laughs> yeah, 
Tyler Perry, Tyler, Tyler Perry is in control of the content that, that he's making. And I'm saying, if, regardless of where he lived, if he lived in a place where nudity was, was legal or whatever, that's all of that is one thing. I'm talking about in reference to him standing on the whole, you know, I'm a Christian and whatever the, the case may be thing. Like, if you're well, not... If you if you if you're gonna stand on that, it doesn't matter what country you're in. That's just what you're gonna stand on. It's not. Well, it's, not here, it's not about here. The here's the danger in that. Just just to elaborate, because yes, I have spent a lot of time in Europe, uh, and I know exactly what she's talking about. I've seen it, witnessed it for myself. Um, the danger that they believe the the way it was explained to me is. We don't show overt sexuality because it's in poor taste, but we don't shame that. And we certainly don't shame nudity because we don't want to teach the next generation that they should be ashamed of their body or their sexuality. Do you get what I'm saying? So nudity is one. It's like in Germany. I remember I saw a, a man, a nude man, full frontal and everything on like nine o'clock Saturday television. And the way it was explained to me is if he was erect, we wouldn't show it because that's sexuality. But since he's flaccid, that's just a human form. And we don't want to teach our yeah. kids that that's something wrong with that. So right. just to lay that out there. But what I'm saying is, but if you went to a place where, you, you know, sex trafficking was legal, that doesn't mean that you do as the Romans do. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you still can stand on what it is that you believe just because it's more accepted somewhere else is what I'm getting. Go at. clutch your pearls you're, somewhere you're, else. You're, you're talking about the difference between the U.S. and another country. And I'm talking about the difference between somebody who's just say, you know, out there in the world or whatever case be versus somebody who is saying, yo, I'm a Christian. This is what I believe. I believe in a God who stands for these principles, yada, yada, yada. But yet mm. for the unity. But yet, no, because there's it's, no, it's, not, it's, not, it's not about the nudity, though. It's about there's no Christians it's, it's, in it's Europe. About, it's about the content <laughs> that that doesn't loop back around to the point. That's what I'm saying. Like even in in uh, jumping the broom, like there was different little like, you know, whatever. But it was it was nothing too crazy. But it's still the, the point of the message still had a Christian based theme as opposed to some of the other stuff that Tyler's made. Not everything, but some of the other stuff he's made never loop back around it's not about just it being that somebody's naked it's about why are you doing this besides you know it's going to sell and it's going to get you to bag haven't ended yet right it may loop back around a little later but some have it. some other shows have ended that that, oh. that didn't that didn't loop is my point but i tried Tyler. <laughs> i think it's still I a bigger picture and i think that i don't think you can say by what i i just don't think it's apples i don't think it's apples and apples like i don't think it's the same thing and i think that just because he's a christian means that he can't make certain content. I think he has to be responsible um, with his content, but I don't think that means that he can't make certain things because, you know, he's like, I don't think he can't make nude scenes or scenes that insinuate sex and it's a problem or that if he ends the show and it doesn't loop back around to some Christian um, values when he didn't start the show off like that either, like that makes him less than or is like, oh, you're veering away from or whatever. I just think like he... I don't know. I think it's a lot of creative, dif like clearly you guys are having creative differences and I think it's content creation. And I think he has a bigger picture of whatever he's trying to do. Well, you, you feel like that because you because you live in Los Angeles, California. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I feel like this in New York. <laughs> you, 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 live in all the, you live in all the most sinful cities. All right. Janessa, you got any, uh, you got any jewels? I'm just making I do. I know. Right. Don't put me on the full front. You, you know it's coming. 
<laughs> I cannot stand this. Well, let me change my background because this looks, it looks good. We look in the same house. We're all in the same house together. And, the exact same same house. Together. and they've been watching you the whole hour. You ain't gonna change nothing. They ain't seen yet. No. So this week, Jewel, um, I saw this actually on Instagram. I follow this guy named Hey Solomon or King of Solomon. Um, and so when I saw this, I thought it was pretty profound with what's going on in my life because all my jewels be going on what's in my life. <laughs> but um, this week he said, people have opinions, but God has dominion. Mm. And uh, I really like that because y'all know I've been doing some new things, whether it's in my job or in my professional development. And I have just sometimes questioned if I'm in the right space because things are not easy right now for me, hence why I'm exhausted. Um, and so my mom had sent me um, a message. My whole switch up game is not what I thought it was going to be. But she said, um, remember that this position is a God appointment. He will call all of us to positions that we cannot do, but he will provide everything that we need to do well in the position that he calls us into. Look for his presence at your work at your workplace today. Um, and so I just wanted to share with our followers those two things that if God brings you to a place, he will provide you with what you need. He, he will give you everything you need, the help, the people, the resources, mm. and that people may have opinions. But at the end of the day, God has dominion. So mm. what he wants to come to pass will come to pass. Amen. And it encouraged me. So I just hope it encourages y'all. And now take me out this thing. <laughs> Kelly, your snaps are on mute. We can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's saying basically if he wants LA in the ocean, he'll put it in the ocean. <laughs> Got it. He can do the same thing to Florida. Uh, go <laughs> ahead, do it to both. Huh? Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee, right? Oh, I forgot he was in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh no, just, there's too a, uh, a nuclear explosion in Tennessee. No, there's no, it's too many of his people here. <laughs> it's the opposite of Sodom and Gomorrah. Nothing stays open past nine. <laughs> all right uh princess kales mm. i just put a pretzel in my mouth at princess kales 51 still private okay right. private forever she is you can find me at j rihanna double underscore i've got my instagram name uh, <laughs> uh, at terry wayne comedy all social media platforms and the book is still available on Amazon. It is Unclaimed Ashes. Give me your money. Not give me your money. Okay. It's give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> You'll enjoy the book, but give me your money. Thing I even get an at sign at Risa underscore G on Instagram. What? Shut up, Kelly. I see Kelly. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. That's just because he's bad at this. Don't, play, don't take offense. I even get an ad sign. You know what he needs is a producer. That's what he needs. <laughs> right. She should have sorry, she should have been putting right. her own Is it a time, producer right? or is it a PA? Risa, which one is it? Mm. That's a good question. Well, no, it's definitely definitely a producer. Uh, <laughs> a, a PA is a production assistant, and that's pretty much yeah. an intern. I mean he needs a, a technical advisor. Assistant. Like a PA is pretty much an intern. We we need somebody who's gonna do this full time, Risa. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Teresa G, for coming out today and uh, sharing her knowledge and her wisdom with us on the Worst <laughs> Ones Podcast, Season Three, Episode Twenty Nine. 
We most definitely wouldn't be here without you. Um, I think season three was, I think we had just started when some people were going to quit and Risa G came in as the producer and brought us all together. So mm, some people, huh? <laughs> So we appreciate, <laughs> so we appreciate your, your guidance and your leadership <laughs> in producing us and your presence today on this podcast. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Kelly's keys. <laughs> Kelly's keys. <laughs> we appreciate y'all as always. We are the worst ones. We are. Yeah, the world.